RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. I was attempting to go live on Twitter, and I thought that I had figured it out, but it looks like it says the media cannot be played. So maybe I'm not really live on Twitter, but I am back on Twitter, which is pretty awesome. want to thank everybody for being here. I am uh, still a little bit under the weather, but on today's episode, truly, today's episode, truly, 2023 is turning out to be the year of the boomerang. Uh, Lots of interesting things happening. Now, it appears that a second or even a third cache of classified documents may have been discovered in Joe Biden's personal effects. At least one of them was discovered in his Delaware garage, a a home that Hunter Biden uh, put as his primary residence on his driver's license. You got to ask yourself, uh, what's actually happening? Is Joe Biden truly that incompetent? I think the answer is yes. But even more than that, is he being set up? Is this the point at which they remove Biden from power? Merrick Garland is about to go live. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsors. All right. Welcome back to the program, everyone. It looks like I actually may have gotten it figured out on Twitter. I needed to um, perhaps turn on the source in my uh, my caster studio, but it uh, looks like it might be working. Uh, thank you very much to everyone for joining us. And please welcome my co-host on this and every Thursday, Al Keelan. Abe, what's up, buddy? What's good, man? It's um, it's already two weeks into uh, January. Time's flying by, and there's a lot of news happening out in the world, man. It's fun to watch all this stuff happen. I was hoping that the new year would bring, you know, new news, not the same old kind of recycled stuff. But it's kind of recycled for us from three years ago. But hey, at the same time, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the world, bro. You know, this is the thing. It may be recycled for us. But I think one thing that people in our movement often forget is that there are a lot of people out there who have absolutely no idea how corrupt this system is, how just far gone everything is, and and how much they will do to continue to remain in power. So even if it's recycled for us, we got to remember that there are people out there who are seeing these things for the first time. And maybe they remember back to a conversation they had with somebody like you or me or maybe a, a you know a conspiracy theory that they saw online and they realize, oh my gosh, this is actually a real thing. And the people who I was calling crazy and saying were you know baseless conspiracy theorists were way ahead of the curve. So maybe we need to go and listen to something else they're talking about. 
I hope so. And I hope they stop listening to some of the ones that they've been listening to that have been misleading them too as well. Uh, you and um, Brad had a great show last night on uh, Badlands Media to kind of talking about different topics like yeah. this that are, you know, foundational to to our world right now and a lot of things that um, don't get talked about. It was a great show last night, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, um, it was interesting when we were preparing for it and, uh, you know, kind of – Understanding fully what uh, critical theory is and, and, and the impact that the Frankfurt School has had on uh, the American social fabric, um, you know, the, the writing has been on the wall for so long. And it, it's, it's just an excellent example of why people need to look a little bit deeper. You know, I mean, we have all of these things around us all the time in these stories and, and these, uh, these, these actors uh, that are working in public. Just to enrage us and to split us along all of these lines, you know, I mean, whether it's gender, whether it's sexual preference, whether it's race, whether it's educational level, economic level, uh, you can trace it all back. I mean, it's right there in black and white. And I think that if more people were to understand that, then perhaps it might give them a little bit of perspective in terms of how they interact with people. You know, I mean – I saw something yesterday. Well, a couple of days ago, I shared something on Truth Social about some uh, Massachusetts state troopers, three of them, all under 50, one in his 20s, one in his 30s, and I think one in his 40s. All of them were dead suddenly and mysteriously, mysteriously to the uninitiated within a seven-day period. And I uh, did a little bit of research, and uh, you can find that the governor of Massachusetts, now the former governor of Massachusetts, instituted a COVID-19 vaccine policy. October 2021, they forced every single Massachusetts state trooper and everybody in the government to, uh, to, to get vaccinated. And there were only seven total officers on that force across the entire state who were given some type of an exemption, whether it was religious or, or medical. And so undoubtedly, these three troopers who were active duty, they died most likely because of the shot. And, um, you know, my point about it is that we got to We got to have a little bit of grace about this stuff. And we got to we got to offer sympathy and we got to pray for these people, you know, because just because they got the jab, it doesn't mean that they were aware fully of what they were doing. Okay, it's is it tragic that people succumb to the pressure from their employers and from the government? Absolutely. You know, but uh, I think that. The majority of people who took it thought that, A, they were doing the right thing, or B, that they had no choice. You know, I mean, what, what's, the, what's the choice here? So you're a Massachusetts state trooper. You probably got a family. You probably got a home. You got a note. Okay. You've got a car. Uh, you know, you've got credit cards, and you've got people and, and, uh, and, and family members that depend upon you. So the choice is either you upend your entire life and your entire family uh, maybe you, you lose your home and you lose all of your personal possessions or you take this jab that everybody in authority is telling you is perfectly safe and, and you know nothing about the real research that's been done about it. You've never heard of somebody like Red Pill 78 or Uncensored Abe or any of these other independent podcasters. You know, people only know what they know at the time that they know it. You know, if you think back in your own personal life, how many things throughout your life were you ignorant of until the moment you were educated, until the moment you took that red pill on that one subject, you know? So 
you know, I, 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 I just feel like it's a bad look for us to see these people dropping dead and saying good riddance because it's not just people on the left. And even if it was just people on the left, that's in poor taste. That's a bad take. You know, these are, are, are normal, hardworking Americans who felt that their backs were up against the wall and that they had no other choice. It takes a tremendous amount of bravery to do the right thing when it looks like it's going to cost you everything that you've ever made. Absolutely. And the idea that um, Big Pharma is getting some kind of uh, immunity from our government under the Trump administration, by the way, um, against any kind of retribution for uh, this experimental vaccine. um, I hope that the angle that lawyers take on this is the complete lack of informed consent. I I had a discussion. Apparently people like listen to my show and criticize me all the time without actually addressing it. And they just, they just listen to get, to, to get irritated or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm not talking about our community. I'm talking about others where I go to the experts. I literally fly or drive to the experts, bring, you know, two, two boxes of streaming gear, put them in front of a, my, you know, audience and, use my uh, ability to pick their brain to become more informed about what's happening out there. And people like Dr. McCullough and many others who've had the opportunity to raise awareness on this stuff. And then, so I, I bring the perspective of all this. And then the response that you get from this is everybody has to make their own decision on this. It's not, it's a personal choice and you shouldn't be judging people or pointing fingers at people. It's a, it's not about judging It's not about pointing fingers. It's not about any of this stuff. It is about the informed consent and the lack of therein, number one. And number two, it is the attempt to try to discourage people that you love in your life that you don't want to see get hurt Mm -hmm. to give them informed consent so that when they make the decision to get the fifth or the sixth or the whatever the hell else they're going to do with this stuff, then they can make the decision with being informed. And it's it's very unfortunate to watch our culture just not allow any kind of intrusion into how how much of a genius I am about the whole world. Don't tell me. It's very frustrating, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just here's a perfect example. Isola's in the chat over on Rumble. My wife and daughter had to do it, and I worry every day. You know, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to your entire family. That's a horrible position to be in. And to know that your wife and daughter are basically walking around ticking time bombs, uh, absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Sather just posted a picture of me. Is that going to get banned again on his first day back? Am I not allowed to vape on, on the air on Twitter? <laughs> I don't want to get up, banned. What's up, Jordan? How you doing, man? <laughs> That's so funny. Um So here is maybe, maybe this might offer you some solace. I tend to think not. I I don't trust anything coming out of Big Pharma. But would it surprise anyone to learn that Moderna uh, CEO has just announced a brand new mRNA shot for patients suffering from heart failure as a result of these COVID-19 vaccines? Uh, Apparently, it's going to help you grow back new blood vessels. I'm highly skeptical of this. Obviously, these people want to make as much money as they possibly can. Uh, and, you know, what better way to do it than providing a product that the government forces you to take uh, that's going to damage you, give you a certain 
you know, side effect and then creates a new medicine to take care of that side effect. I mean, this is what the pharmaceutical companies have been doing ad nauseum for 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 decades. You know, I mean, they they create new medications. You hear it in the in, in the the small print, you know, may cause you know, diarrhea, uh, you know, uh, uh, suicidal thoughts, you know, up to and including heart attack and death, you know, just like the worst things. And here they are. They're making a brand new one. Stefan Bansell. This guy is a, a real piece of work. Uh, but um, they said they have 48 programs currently in development, including 36 that are being tested in clinical trials currently. Uh, and uh, they include mRNA infectious disease vaccines and mRNA therapeutics that span seven different modalities. And I, you know, I, so we know that one of them is uh, for heart attack victims. Uh, certainly, we've heard about the flu mRNA vaccine, uh, but looks like they've got a, a number of additional ones. I don't see them listed in here, but I wouldn't be surprised if they also address a number of other side effects that you would get from these these clot shots. Uh, Taylor Z 71 says, I know a lot of people who were forced to take it, including my wife early on. She was a manager and had no choice. My two daughters were forced since they are teachers. We need to pray for them. Yeah, this is, this is exactly the thing. I mean, and, and you know, and I know, I know that there are many people like you out there in the chat, Taylor. And I can just imagine, you know, how many of you are turning into podcasts and, and hearing people just being like so insensitive about this stuff, you know, good riddance. They should have known. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> so, sorry. We are going to talk about Joe Biden, but not yet. But I mean, seriously, come on. I, I hate the idea that you people like you are suffering out there in silence. You know, I mean, like you're wringing your hands in the privacy of your own home and then you go online and you hear people just being assholes about it. It's uh, it's awful. And um, also, just one more time, I'm back on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. I lost 100,000 followers, and it's probably because y'all got banned too. <laughs> but hopefully yeah, y'all so get to come back. So the rest of you who have gotten unbanned, yeah. do me a favor, please. Those of us who are probably never going to get our accounts back because of hacked content or whatever else they want to call it, uncensor Anon. Tell Elon to uncensor Anon. Get the rest of us back. I, I think that uh, – th so, okay, so what I did was – as soon as Elon bought Twitter, I filed another appeal. I had a couple in the bag already. And uh, and then earlier this week, I filed yet another appeal because I knew that they were looking through certain accounts. And um, and so, yeah, so they responded late last night and they said, you know, you will get banned for doing this, this and this, basically having different accounts that do the exact same thing. And they said, let us know which account you want, ba want back. I, I made a Red Pill 78 backup account years ago that I, I, that when I was like uh, suspended for something and I just never used it. So I was like, Hey, you know, this at red pill 78, that's the only one I want. Thank you very much. And so I woke up this morning and I had a message from Brad and he said, you're back. So uh, I would say, send them another appeal. Just say, I'm a citizen journalist. I want to get back in the game and I'm uh, not looking to break any rules. Um, Shannon loves sharks. Says, Zach, thought to let you know that while I was in Taiwan over Thanksgiving break, I tune into your show in, in the middle of the night there to stay updated. Appreciate your very thoroughness and humility very much. Thank you very, very much, Shannon. That's awesome. Um, what were you doing in Thailand? How cool is that? Or And say Thailand, not Taiwan. Uh, yes, Taiwan, Taiwan. Taiwan's a little different, but Taiwan is cool, too. I would love to go to Taiwan. Anyways, um, I, I don't think I have anything else related to uh, the jab, but um, we do. I, we should touch on. I, 
Go ahead. Just real quick. uh, um, From the from the best information for those of you out there that are concerned and so forth, from the best information that I could gather, forget all the hyperbole and all this stuff. It is certain lots and you can look up this information online. You can look up which lots are having the most uh, effects towards people and you can find out, you can go back to your shots and find out if you have, or your loved ones were given one of the lots that has a higher uh, negative rate of, 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 of problems. Secondarily, the most problems uh, with, with these shots are given when they don't do it correctly. The, the, the vaccine isn't cooled correctly. It's not uh, injected correctly, things like that. So, you know, it's more complicated than it's just every vaccine. Every person who got the vaccine is going to be affected the same way. I just want to, right. you know, clarify that. Yeah. How bad is my batch is a great website, you know, and and honestly, if, if anybody out there was, you know, felt that they had to do this and they actually did, you know, definitely go check it out. And, and you can see what the experience of other users is, because I truly believe that these the formulas for these shots were different based upon the batches. And uh, you'll find that some of them probably were akin to saline. Uh, and then others, you know, will be uh, more likely to cause other side effects. But you'll never know until, you know, you look it up or you end up finding out yourself. I also need to say a big thank you to whoever sent me this big stack of Red Pill 78 stickers from Sticker Mule. There was no note in there. There was uh, nothing to indicate who did it. I don't know if Sticker Mule did it just to like try to get me to order them, but I thought that was really cool to get this in my mailbox yesterday. And uh, I've got a ton of them. Yeah, I, send it to I, me. Yeah, okay. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my vehicle. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to throw it on my vehicle. All, all right. So I, I, I do want to talk about the Biden stuff. Because uh, about five minutes ago, I think that Merrick Garland was scheduled to go live uh, for a press conference. Abe, I don't know if you uh, have the ability to try to pull that up on your end and see if um, if there's yeah. anything coming out of it. But um, a couple of things, a couple of things I want to mention. This is the Chinese year of the rabbit. OK, I think that's interesting that 23, 23, a number that we've paid attention to a lot. Um, is uh, is the year that a lot of this stuff is boomeranging back on the people that we have been talking about and reporting on for such a long time. So uh, yesterday in my episode of Red Pill News, I, I made a, a point of mentioning these documents, and I thought the uh, response from Biden when the supposed classified Trump documents were found at Mar-a-Lago. You know, he he basically said, I don't know how this could ever happen. You know, how irresponsible sources and methods. Well, now we have a second and maybe even a third. The Telegraph uh, earlier today had reported that classified documents were found in Joe Biden's garage and the Telegraph and a number of other news outlets had initially billed it as a third cache of documents. Now, I don't know if that was simply a typo from like the AP and it just kind of played the telephone game and went on down the line. But this is now becoming a much bigger scandal. And it goes to show that uh, it's possible that this could happen to anybody. And as I said in the opener, either Joe Biden is incompetent, but we we know that's true. But either he's just so bad at his job and uh, he wasn't, uh, you know, uh, adhering to safety guidelines and, and security guidelines or he didn't care because he believes he's above the law. I also think that to be true. 
or there is also a possibility that he might be getting set up right now because this is something that perhaps he might be forced to uh, uh, step down for, which would then leave Kamala Harris in power. And then maybe Kamala Harris can get uh, impeached and then maybe we'll have Kevin McCarthy as president of the United States. I don't know. I think that that's a big jump. But it's certainly something that could happen in the realm of possibility if Joe Biden is forced to leave. Uh, so, Abe, I know you got thoughts on this. I mean, what do you think the most yeah. likely scenario is? None of that. None of it. OK, OK. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Um, um, what I see happening is uh, Glenn on the Glenn letting us know out there that um, it, they're already off air. It only took him about uh, seven or eight minutes to make his statement. Okay. It looks like they're appointing a special counsel. What do we know about special counsels? Yeah. Can we, you know, are, are we are we expecting a a a justice outcome from a special counsel? No. What we are actually anticipating from a special counsel is the complete and total cover up of anything that might be wrong here. So, sure. you know, I'm just very cautious of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this idea that all of this stuff is coming out right now, and NBC is reporting it. It's That's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, is is it you know actually, um, TN Homesteader and four twelve and and um, Drunk Pinata kind of had this discussion yesterday afternoon, and I actually kind of agree with Drunk Pinata. Is is that why is NBC the one that's releasing like like they're the ones that are breaking this news, right? Everyone, right? It just something doesn't seem right about it. It almost makes me wonder if this is just like a, a yes, there is some serious violations here, but this is a chance to cover it up. I'm, I'm almost wondering that, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't have any confidence in a special counsel. I'll put it that way. Well, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I I absolutely agree. Um, but uh, but yes, I, I think that this could easily be an opportunity for cover up. I mean, if 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 Joe Biden did something wrong and it looks like he did, I mean, just by the letter of the law, you know, and they want to protect him, they're going to do everything they can to go ahead and cover it up. And, you know, they'll report on it and then it will end up being a nothing burger and they'll just put it away. It'll be another Jim Comey, no reasonable prosecutor moment. You know, Merrick Garland will come out and say, well, you know, yes, these documents were classified, but we can't go after Joe Biden because he's the president of the United States and he's a Democrat. But I think that we should leave the possibility open that this would be an excellent opportunity for the uh, uh, the blood in the water, essentially, to have the powers that be circle around Joe Biden and then push him out of office. I think the, the, the Democrat machine and probably a lot of people out there in the media are already very worried about Joe Biden and his uh, his competency level. You know, I mean, I, we've. We've also had uh, a number of other people in the mainstream kind of question Joe Biden's uh, abilities, you know, and and the fact that uh, he's not exactly the same person that he was many years ago. Not that that's even a good thing, but the man is far past his prime. So, yes, this could just be a giant cover up. uh, But uh, I think that the importance of it is that it shows the people out there who were the most vicious about these supposed classified documents in Trump's possession. Remember, he was president. He claimed they were declassified. He had that power to do that. Joe Biden had no such power. And it wasn't just one set of documents in one location. It's at least a multiple document in his garage next to his Corvette. I mean, come on. That is a uh, that that's a damning indictment right there. And there is there's more to it. You know, also yesterday in my uh, episode of Red Pill News, I talked about uh, the Biden crime family's relationship with the Chinese CCP and the recent yeah. uh, findings of the CCP trying to recruit Naomi Biden, Hunter Biden's daughter, making it a, a multi-generational series of bought and paid for Bidens in the Biden crime family. 
Turns out that when he moved his office there to the University of Pennsylvania, started the Biden Center, he raked in about $54 million in anonymous Chinese money. And you can see also from the email with Hunter Biden and uh, that guy from CAA, the, uh, uh, the, the agency that represents a lot of MKUltra movie stars, you know, they were talking about creating the Biden Center in the model of the Clinton Global Initiative and creating a, a, a path for wealth creation. So, you know, no matter what happens, and again, I don't have any faith in the federal government prosecuting Joe Biden or actually uh, putting him in jail or, or, you know, facing causing him to face justice. Uh, I think that the important thing here is the the awareness level among the American public. You know, can you imagine the minds of all of the of the dimwitted lefties who were screaming for President Trump's head at the idea that classified documents? Oh, documents found at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, sources and methods. We he put everybody in risk. Okay, well, you have to make the same argument. For Joe Biden, only you have to make it more than once <laughs> because it wasn't just a single instance. It's a multiple instance. And who knows what else they're going to find and have to report on. Yeah, and I and I I would be interested to hear more information on what they say they found. I mean, there's been a lot of reporting, but the reporting has been very generalized and very um I, just shoddy to be completely honest it's 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 it it's seeding narratives instead of letting us know what's really going on and then of course since there's legal issues with it they can't tell us all this stuff i, I get right, all that but right. um they rigged an election right in front of us to install their man at the part at the head of the doj it so you know and get ready for kamala harris to be vice to be president for about 6 months to a year acting or something like that right expect the worst case scenario out of all of this is where i would guide everybody to go to secondarily it would not surprise me if suddenly joe biden becomes very sick or right something like you know it, it, the optics of how all of this plays out in the public is going to is going to be much different than what's really going on behind the scenes i guess is what i'm trying to say oh uh, i i think you're totally right you're, you're absolutely right um it, it's also being reported that uh the managing director of the penn biden center was none other than tony blinken uh you know so the quid pro quo relationships get even deeper absolutely incredible stuff uh, I also wanted to discuss a bit of information that uh, I saw this morning. While you're, for, while you're transitioning to that, yeah. President Trump um, uh, recently, just a, almost as, as we went live, uh, Merrick Garland has immediately, has to immediately end the special counsel investigation into anything related to me because I did everything right and appoint a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden, who hates Biden as much as Jack Smith hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Okay. All right. So take a look at this. Uh, there's an ongoing January 6th trial right now. And this woman, Julie Kelly on, uh, on Twitter is reporting on the testimony. Uh, just, I believe earlier today, the Capitol police commander testified to the fact that on January 6th, there were professional violent agent provocateurs present at the Capitol, primarily at the front of the crowd, they were the ones breaking down the barricades. They were the ones who were directing peaceful protesters to enter the Capitol or to attack police. Highly trained, violent people who work and coordinate together. Uh, highly trained and violent people who work and coordinate to remove barriers, overwhelm police, and attack police. 
Are you talking about, did they do that during the event? Yes, they did. And was that activity especially concentrated where you set up barriers? Sure, we have hundreds of thousands of people, many just regular protesters, many people upset, many people who want to yell, et cetera, et cetera. As far as I'm aware, Abe, this is the first time that someone in a position of power or someone uh, that was kind of directing things on January 6th has admitted to the presence of these agent provocateurs. And this is something we've been saying since the very beginning, okay? And uh, and and we were called, again, conspiracy theorists. We were told that there was something wrong with our logic and reasoning because, no, how could it be agent provocateurs? It was Trump supporters. Trump supporters are the, are the new 21st century fascists. Yeah. Um, Raheem Kassam, if you guys missed this this week, did a great breakdown of the Ray Epps testimony that we covered. I don't know what day it was. It's all one link. Big long day at this point. But anyways, we covered that on the on our show. And if you guys get a chance to go through that, it'll take you some time to go through. But it shows you exactly how Kinzinger and the other clowns on the uh, committee basically played cover for people like Ray Epps and others. You know, oh, well, that makes sense. You know, yeah, you needed to bring a tourniquet to go on vacation with your son. Sure. Yeah, I, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, all of these um, meetings that he had with random people and random phone calls that just made no sense whatsoever. There's all kinds of interesting things that Raheem Kassam pointed out by going through uh, Ray Epps testimony. That's worth your time if you guys get a chance. Um, but you're right, man. It's, it's showing how, um, these people were, were coordinating to try to push this as far as they possibly could. And then secondarily, of course, the side of the, 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 um, Nancy Pelosi's role in not protecting the Capitol and making sure it was easy enough for people to, uh, to affect all of this is, is part of all of this as well. So, you know, the worst part is, is there's, is there's great patriots who are still going to have to end up spending jail time. Yeah, you know, for for daring to even go near the Capitol, the people's house, and it's um, you know, you know, Trennis Evans was in the news recently with uh, Patriot Games and Greg Phillips, uh, telling his story that we've tried to highlight on my channel a bunch of times of um of you know trying to stand up against gar- garbage charges. Number one, there's there's absolutely no um there's no legal precedent or no legal guidance for these charges that these these people are getting charged with and then secondarily try to stand up against pleading and because Trennis took that advice and stood up against pleading against the garbage charges he's got to go for about, i think it was 20 or 20 days in jail or something in the near oh, future wow. you know so this stuff's still playing out and people are lives are still getting destroyed and we have um you know the house doing a lot of uh pr you know for republicans is what i see i see a lot of pr happening out there a lot of bills being passed that are going to go nowhere that the media's reporting like giant winds and stuff meanwhile there is still hundreds of of um innocent people whose lives are being destroyed and nothing is being done about it so when when will D.C. stand up for the innocent political dissidents of our country? Amen. Uh, you, listen, I want to I got some thoughts on that. We've got to take a break for the second half. We'll be right back after this. All right. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, I see over here on the Rumble chat, Mrs. Watley says, I just heard a mayor in Alabama was arrested for voter fraud. I'm trying to get more information right now. Uh, certainly, I, I'd be interested in hearing about that. But. To your point, Abe, you're absolutely right. This has gone on for far too long, and I have great hopes of what the House Republicans may be able to do. Uh, I believe that all testimony from the January 6th committee should be unsealed and published. I think that uh, they should uh, intentionally publish all of the uh, hours of, of 
body cam footage and interior security footage. They should put on every bit of evidence they have. But most importantly, they should seek to get all charges against these January 6 patriots dropped and have these guys back out on the streets because many of these people did absolutely nothing. Um, something else really kind of disturbing happened in the in the in the trial of um, Joe Biggs. I don't know if you saw this, Abe, but the lead defense attorney for Joe Biggs uh, defended the killing of Ashley Babbitt. He said it was a great shot. I'm glad she died. White trash is kind of piece of shit. Uh I don't know what his intention here is. Perhaps, you know, as a, a a legal matter to separate Joe Biggs from Ashley Babbitt. I mean, he's looking at a a twenty year prison sentence for seditious conspiracy. But I I I honestly am not feeling the relevance of this. I feel like this is a disgusting thing to say. Ashley Babbitt was not a white trash piece of shit. She did not deserve to die. You know, she was trying to protect the integrity of the Capitol building. That cop had no reason to shoot her. She was not a danger to him or to anybody else there. And he, he essentially executed her. And I've said this so many times, but if that was anybody but that woman, then people would have been out in the streets. The officer in question would have lost his job, probably would have been charged for manslaughter. All right. And, you know, you hold that shooting up against the death of George Floyd. All right. And it's no contest, in my opinion. That guy intended to shoot Ashley Babbitt. He shot her right in the chest and she died. You know, George Floyd died with enough fentanyl in his system to kill an elephant. Okay, Derek Chauvin did not choke him to death. He died from a drug overdose. It just it's enough to just inflame me when I think about this stuff. It's it's very, very I mean, if you if you've heard the um, interviews with Ashley Babbitt's husband, you can imagine. Well, that's the worst. What, it tears me up. Can you? I mean, it is just and then and then to have people just act like it's not even real and stuff. It's just so pathetic, really. It's 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 kind of sad um, to watch. First of all, the, the initial smears of all of that. Remember that as soon as soon as it was announced that it was Ashley, remember all the smears and the, and oh, the yeah. campaign against her and all that stuff. I mean, it is it is really our our world is uh, is is sick in, in a lot of different ways, man. And, and the fact that this is not really still not getting the attention from our representatives in D.C. and they're still just going about their measly little lives is really it's. I, I don't know what else to do, man. It, it, we can only bring as much awareness to this issue as possible before we wait for somebody to finally do something about it. This this January 6th committee has always been a sham. It's illegal from the from the foundation of it. And there's no legal grounds for the charges against all of these people who are held innocently and nothing. We got Merrick Garland talking about uh, uh, some kind of I don't know. I, Cash put this out there saying that uh, Susan Rice is leaking this information to try to to try to destroy Joe Biden and Hunter and Hunter. And it's, I, 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 that's interesting, right? Yeah. It's, it's interesting that, that Susan Rice would be behind all this, but for, for what purpose? I mean, I mean, Obama is the one who's really in charge here. What, what does, what does it matter? Who is the figurehead that's walking around aimlessly trying to figure out where the hell he's at? I mean, I, so I don't know, man, the, the, all of this stuff just seems to be the usual kabuki theater from the left. And there's obviously some kind of other things at play here that that are probably going to play themselves out. Like I said, with Biden somehow 
you know, if they impeach him or the 25th Amendment him. I mean, I remember when they impeached Bill Clinton and he was sitting in the Oval Office still running wars. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm just trying I'm just trying to understand the angles of all of this stuff from from the left angle or from Barack Obama's angle, the, the Antichrist himself and see what they're trying to accomplish here. And I don't know. I, I you know, I think I think it's more about um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a Patsy style, you know, uh, somebody somebody to place blame on. <laughs> Meanwhile, behind the scenes, the same people are still doing the usual garbage. So I don't know. We'll see, man. Well, uh, from my perspective, Joe Biden has always been a useful idiot to Barack Obama. I think that their relationship was contentious, uh, no matter what either of them might say publicly. But uh, if Joe Biden is forced out of the the federal government, okay, let's say he he either is impeached and removed or perhaps he just decides to step away because it's too much controversy. Kamala Harris will then become president and she'll then have to pick a new vice president. And Michelle Obama might be top of that list. Hell, Barack Obama might be top of that list. That idea that Gavin Newsom is still out there. um, And then Kamala would be declared ineligible and then Gavin would be president. That idea has been thrown out there a lot too. And I, there's, there's a lot of plausible things like that, but really, you know, again, all of the optics of who of who the the figurehead is up front is less concerning for me than than the um, the garbage behind the scenes that nothing ever changes. So, I, you know, we'll see, man. And the, the reality is, is there's there's legitimate criminality here beyond the Nixon level, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. resignation and things like that should be on the table as far as all of this. But then, okay, so now you got Kamala in there who has been also. Uh, getting rich off of Pfizer, um, you know, uh, stocks and the rest. It, it, the criminality is just is is a bound. So, like I said, we'll see. I have zero confidence in a Garland appointed special counsel to get to the truth. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. So a lot of people in the chat saying Kamala isn't eligible for the presidency. Hell, she wasn't eligible for the vice presidency. Okay. Uh, but let's be honest. You know, when has the law? stop these people from doing anything that they wanted. I don't think Barack Obama was eligible to be president either. You know, that's, you know, something that a lot of people tried to draw attention to. Didn't work for eight years. You know, he still did what he wanted to do and put his stamp on America, so to speak, his stinking stamp. But how interesting that you brought up Nixon, because uh, the question of Nixon and supposed criminality, I I personally think it's open to interpretation. You know, there were uh, a lot of theories going around about what Watergate was really about. Now, we know that Roy Cohn, who was very close with Donald Trump, also very close with and worked with Richard Nixon. Supposedly, Roy Cohn had the beat on all of the Washington, D.C. pedophiles and kept uh, deep records on all of them. Now, there is a theory that the Watergate break in was actually about maybe perhaps the Washington, D.C. pedophiles or Maybe it was about something else, perhaps the murder of John F. Kennedy. Roger Stone has put out a bombshell new report where he claims that the CIA was aware of what Richard Nixon was doing, that he was planning uh, to expose the CIA's role in the JFK assassination. And as a result, they infiltrated the Watergate break-in team, and they're the reason that the team actually got in trouble and was found out. Uh, so I I think that this is a, a very interesting thing for him to say 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why he would be coming out with it now if it weren't something that was legit. I mean, we know that Stone and Nixon were thick as thieves. And whatever you might think about Roger Stone, I, I mean, if this is true, you know, I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about bringing it out. Um, so perhaps there is some audio recording out there that Stone has of Richard Nixon admitting to this. Gosh, wouldn't that be a coup if that stuff came out? I mean, we've talked so many times about needing to completely dismantle the fifth column of the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, they are they are they are they are they are only interested in one thing and one thing only, and that is their own survival, and their continued grasp on power. Uh, I think that even if they are working at the behest of someone else, the CIA is truly the one that's in charge, okay? I mean, they're at the top of the pyramid no matter what or who they supposedly are working with. But, oh yeah, actually it says here, this shocking new tape depicts Nixon increasingly besieged by Watergate but unaware that at least four of the Watergate burglars were still on the CIA payroll at the time of the break-in and that the CIA had thus infiltrated the burglary team. Recently declassified documents revealed that Watergate special prosecutor Nick Ackerman was aware of both the CIA's advanced knowledge and involvement in the break-in, but he said nothing. I'm, I, I want to see if I can track this down, if I can actually hear this. But um, yeah, pretty Very interesting, interesting. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense when you, when you look at the bigger picture of it all, because you know, the truth about the whole Nixon thing is all garbage. It's, it's all his story, not history. And so I, the, it's very plausible that there's more to this. And, and the fact that Roger's talking about it now with the recent declassification of and the admittance of um, the fact that our government was involved in the assassination of JFK Jr. Um, probably makes it so that he can speak a little more on this topic. And I would love to, uh, I'm going to do some digging on this as soon as we get done and uh, and talk about this on my show today at four as well. Cause this, this is, uh, you know, on, on the idea of how this special counsel is going to play out under the perspective of that, right? What what do you expect from a Garland appointed special counsel? Um, this is what you can expect. You can expect the similar garbage that was in the Russiagate uh, Mueller investigation, right? Special counsel, right? You can expect a, uh, a, a narrative seeking um, uh, inquiry instead of a truth seeking inquiry. All right. So I see someone in the chat saying uh, Kamala. So if, if, Kamala Harris becomes president. Would Kevin McCarthy become vice president? So I just checked on it and it says that, uh, no, if Kamala Harris becomes president, uh, then she has to put somebody up in the case. No, that's in the case of the removal for the 25th Amendment. Whenever there is yeah, a vacancy, no, she has to. Yeah, yeah she has to put somebody up and the, and then the Congress has to yeah, vote on. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. She nominates them and then both houses of Congress have to agree on it. So. Uh, so that's what would happen. And I highly doubt that she would end up choosing Kevin McCarthy. I think that that would you know, be in the event that yeah. both both of them ended up getting removed. Um, all right. But uh, if we take a look here real briefly at uh, Roger Stone's Substack, uh, it's, he says a, a stunning, long overlooked Nixon Watergate era tape shows Richard Nixon warning CIA director Richard Helms that he knew of CIA involvement in the murder of John F. Kennedy. I know who shot John. This shocking new tape depicts Nixon increasingly besieged by Watergate, but unaware that at least four. OK, and I read that one already. So anyways, uh, I'm going to see if I can't reach out to Roger Stone and see if we can get that uh, that tape. I would love to love to hear that. Maybe we can find it on YouTube or something. Um, OK, so uh, I wanted to uh, give you guys this bit of 
good news here. I think that this is something that we can be uh, we can be especially uh, uh, overjoyed with. Stacey Abrams and her group uh, just lost in court uh, over uh, <laughs> over fair voting, I guess, in Georgia. Her her group is Fair Fight Action. And they've been ordered to pay $231,304 in fees to reimburse the taxpayers of Georgia after she loses her lawsuit, claiming that the 2018 election was stolen from her. Uh, Stacey Abrams is probably the sorest loser in the history of our nation. And at the same time that, you know, the press and everybody on the left was going after Donald Trump for suggesting that the election was unfair, that it was rigged, that it was stolen— you know, Stacey Abrams has lost, what, three races now? And, and and every single time she says it's stolen, every single time she's claiming that she had it robbed from her. And thank God her group is going to have to pay back this $230,000. I mean, you, you couldn't have a better outcome for this. Wait a minute, Stacey. I, I thought our elections were, were really well run and there was no problems. And there was, you know, that it's uh, that our democracy is very strong. What, what do you mean there's... Stolen election, Stacey. I don't understand. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is out of touch with reality. It's good stuff. Um, Okay. Also, take a look at this. This one's going to boil your blood. Um, So a middle school in Michigan uh, took some, I guess, grade schoolers to an adult club for a recent, like, field trip. And while they were there, someone took photographs of these little girls pole dancing. Uh, They're apparently planning to sue the local official who released these photos. I mean, that I feel like they're akin to a whistleblower here personally. Uh, And it's interesting and probably not all that surprising that the superintendent's reaction, rather than seeking to protect the children who were brought to a strip club, and who were encouraged to get on these stages and dance on these poles instead of protecting those children, his first instinct is to sue the person who's trying to expose it. I mean, this is, again, par for the course. Like, our education, our public education system is so whacked out. And I I would imagine that parents who have their children going to this school— I uh, don't know what school it is. Rock, Rock, is it Rochester? Rochester? Yes. Rochester Community Schools. Rochester Community Schools. Uh, if I was a parent and my kid was going to that school, I would be livid. I would be beyond livid. I would be um, filing charges or, or I would be going uh, legal routes for child abuse against these teachers. That That is where people need to start going with this stuff. You want to start putting an end to this stuff? Start getting legal action against these school districts and these teachers who are are abusing our children. There's no other way to look at it. There's yeah. no other way to look at it. These people should not be any kind of anywhere near children. Um, absolutely ridiculous. All right. I kind of want to circle back to a uh, conversation we were having about um, the new Republican House earlier because uh, I'm sure that you've heard of the removal of Ilhan Omar and uh, Eric Fang Fang Swalwell and Adam Schiff from all of their committee assignments. Um, I think that that is probably one of the best bits of news coming out of uh, the 2023 news cycle so far. Um, because, as, I mean, especially when we're looking at that new Jim Jordan-led weaponization of government committee, uh, Adam Schiff has a lot to worry about there, don't you think? Oh, Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, all the leaks uh, of classified information, all of the stuff, leaks coming out of the Mueller investigation, um, the leaks on FISA documents uh, with Carter Page, um, and then, uh, you know, the whole narrative seeding with regards to Russiagate and all that. Um, you know, I, 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 it's hilarious to me to have people say he can't even get a security clearance in the private I love that. sector, much less... <laughs> I mean, it's so true, dude. It is yeah. like, how are these people having access to highly classified documents like this? You know, um, and in Gang of Eight material, that's the best part of it all. He's no longer on the Gang of Eight. And in fact, I think every person that was on the Gang of Eight during the Russian investigation is gone now. Is that correct? I think that's right. I, I um, think all that the ones that correct. were. Yeah, all the ones that were at least uh, the nefarious actors in the Gang of Eight are gone. Um, so, you know, uh, <laughs> on that idea of optics and all this stuff about what's really happening. It's just, I'm just glad that these people are no longer on these committees and have that kind of access to information anymore. Um, and then to watch, to watch uh shift on the, on the floor yesterday and this week, just absolutely losing his freaking mind, giving speeches and oh, these, these right-wing terrorists are going <laughs> to, um, you know, that, that boomerang effect is, uh, 2023 does really seem to be the year of the boomerang. Um, you know, let's, let's temper expectations on how far that boomerang goes, but at least the narratives change and the truth about the criminality is being exposed for everyone to see. And I, I fully expect that to come for the rest of the year as well, going into the election oh, yeah. and, you know, full, further, further exposure of all of this stuff for sure. So I, I'm looking forward to this year in a lot of different ways, you know, kind of a new start in general, but also because of, all of that stuff that's that started to come out over the Christmas holiday, kind of prepping the narrative uh, mm-hmm. for what's coming for this year is, is awesome to watch. And, you know, not just swallow all and not just shift, but, uh, you know, in general, DC is, is going through a major makeover with uh, Nancy gone and the rest. And, yes. you know, the fight over Kevin was contentious because he's a, obviously affiliated with the WEF and he's, he's a terrible person and all the, you know, all of that stuff is going to just kind of settle down and, 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 you know, DC is going to turn in, go back to its, uh, um, Nothing ever gets done, you know, nothing, nothing gets accomplished. No bills get passed. Biden's already whispering about vetoing bills and we don't have the veto proof. So expect just complete stagnation. Right. But in the meantime, expect that this truth, that that, that all this information that we've been trying to, that's been getting censored all over the place to finally get exposure to the public. And, you know, that's got that truth can only win out The, the only way forward is transparency military has nothing to do with the only way forward the only way forward is transparency and truth and that is going to happen uh this year and going forward and i'm I'm really looking forward to you know being not being censored from getting that truth out there to the people you know what i'm saying oh absolutely you know i i continue to um uh, remain open about the roles that uh different people or different groups might play because I, we've been continually surprised here you know and whatever statements are, are were ever made in posts you know i think it's been proven at this point that the interpretation to many of those things is uh, is open, okay? And it's really not necessarily understood. Sure, sometimes people get things right, but uh, I think that we're going to be surprised. I think we're going to continue to be surprised. And funny enough, you, you brought up Adam Schiff making the statement about terrorists. I wanted to play that video clip uh, for the audience at home because Adam Schiff has a lot to worry about. And I, I feel like he is beginning to feel the squeeze. And let me also just say this. Watch the leaks dry up 
going to the mainstream media. Watch them have absolutely nothing left to cover. These journalists, these journalists are going to have to finally start doing their job and looking into things. And I hope that the Republicans keep them shut out. Let's take a listen. The committee I look forward to will the also seek to discredit law enforcement like the FBI, who are so <laughs> important in the fight against domestic violent extremism. Republicans in Congress just don't care. The greatest threat, the greatest terrorist threat to our country comes from violent right-wing militia groups and their sympathizers, and Republicans in Congress just don't care. Absolute fiction, okay? It doesn't exist. Show me violent right-wing militia groups. I, I don't know of a single one. I will tell you this, though. The terrorists in office in Washington, D.C., in my mind, those people are the greatest single threat to uh, the American Republic and to uh, this American brand of democracy. Let me just say thank you to Janice6966. She said, George Kirby has been clean for about three years now. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn said, uh, had a doctor's appointment. Sorry, I'm late. Red Pill 78 is back on Twitter. Thank you so much, Brooklyn. Glad you're okay. And she said, Roger Stone, two years ago, discussing the Nixon tape secrets. Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and save that link. And we'll go ahead and check that out also. All right, you guys, we're basically down to the end of the show. So let me go through and do these thank yous over here on the Foxhole. And please don't forget, if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow me at RedPill78. Make sure you follow me on Truth Social at RedPill78. Make sure that you hit the like button over here on Rumble. It's very important to help me get onto the Rumble leaderboard. We've got over 3,000 people here right now, 298 likes. Please, it's free, and it really does help the channel. Uh, I want to say thank you to Isaac Truth, who said, Good morning, RP. Daisy Chain says, Working and lurking, much love. Porpoiseful, thanks for that cookie. Who cares? Says Zach, 07 Abe. And then Lou Ann V says, congrats, you're back on Twitter. We kept asking Elon. Thank you so much to everybody who uh, put that bug in Elon's ear. Uh, Filter Dog One says, poison death shot. Uh, Just Duckies, good to see you, brother. He says, all we can do is show the misguided the love that they may be missing. It's easy to hate in hard times. Absolutely, it is so much more difficult to show grace and love and forgiveness. And I just urge everybody to, you know, try to try to do that in your own life. Uh, Filter Dog One says, Robert Hare appointed special counsel to investigate FJB. We'll have to do some digging on Robert Hare. Uh, Filter Dog One says, remove FJB. Camel Toe brings in gruesome, gruesome newsome. Tracy S says, what was the name of the book in which you had an excerpt about how Q came about? Um, I wrote a chapter with uh, Space Shot 76 in... Uh, I think the book was called An Invitation to the Great Awakening. I don't think it's available anywhere now, though. Uh, let's see. Just Duckies said, per Jordan Sather, special counsel appointed by Garland is Robert K. Hur. He's a Trump appointee. That is excellent news. Uh, True Grit says, another reason to get the interview with Christopher Fulton. Christopher Fulton, I'm actually in the process of getting the interview with him. They sent me that book. Uh, that he wrote, and uh, it's just a matter of scheduling it now with the people at Trine Day. Uh, and I, obviously, I've interviewed other people who are published by Trine Day in the past, so we have a pre-existing relationship, and uh, they're going to help me get some some other people on as well. But I'm, I'm in the process of reading his book right now. Uh, so thank you again, True Grit. And then Black Pill Red says, from a retired cop, your investigative skills are impeccable. Hey, man, that really means a lot to me, bro. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you very, very much for being here. Um, I'm going to be back later today for 
taking it back with Adel Nero and quite frankly, and today is the first time that it is going to premiere on Badlands Media as part of the Badlands Media channel lineup. So make sure that you're there. I'll put a link out on Truth Social, and I'll see if I can do that on Twitter as well, also on Telegram. But either way, I'm so grateful to be here. Uh, I am a little under the weather, if you guys can tell, but I, I am committed to bringing you the best quality news and information that I possibly can. This means so much to me. You guys mean so much to me. Abe, you mean so much to me. Tell the audience what you got coming up today. Back at you, man. I really appreciate our discussions. I look forward to them every Thursday. And I think a lot of the audience does too. A lot of the feedback that I get from you guys has just have been uh, very kind. I need your help, guys. I need your help spreading the word about the show. I'm, I'm on at uh, 5 Central. There's a lot of competition at 5 Eastern, 4 Central. There's a lot of competition at that time frame. So if you can, come hang out. Tell somebody to come hang out and tell them, tell them why you listen. Because what we're trying to do really is just try to bring you the most important important information of the day from a different perspective that you won't hear in other places. And that's what I try to do. Um, and I appreciate you all very much. So that's what we plan to do later on today. And then uh, tomorrow we have a usual call and show hangout session. If I got something wrong, if you want to correct something, if you want to vent on something, we do that on Fridays in general, it's a fun, it's a great family out there that has been supporting us. And I appreciate them all very much. And I really appreciate you, Bo, bro. It's been a lot of fun. And to everyone out there, much love and God bless you all. Thanks for hanging out with us today. All right. Awesome sauce. Let me go ahead and pass out the gold pills. Excuse me over on the the foxhole. If I can get to it. Dang it. I need to have multiple windows open so that I uh, I can I can do this in an effective manner. Okay, here we go. Scratching has been released. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you to Elon Musk for restoring me on Twitter. And thank you to all of you for continuing to stay in the fight. Again, I'll see you today at 4 p.m. on Badlands for taking it back. And until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you then. Uncensored and ons. There we go.